Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story that takes place in the glasses store. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, the name of my son must be on the calendar? Okay, not my story, but my father's. Before I, 31-year-old male, was born, my parents had a friend who was blind and had a very original name, a variation of an actual name, who is pretty rare in the literature of my country. But because it was uncommon, people tended to think it was a mistake when they saw it in writing. The actual name is very close to another name, and scrapped it to replace it with the legit name. Honest mistake to be fair, my parents friend was an absolute treasure and gave me his name in his honor, but he advised my parents to do a little modification to it for my own sake. So my father decided to add a silent letter at the end to make sure people don't think it was a spelling mistake. That choice took place two months before I was born. After I spawned to this world, thanks mom, my father came to the town hall in order to state that I was born that day, classic procedure here, and state my name. When the agent saw my name, he had a doubt and asked if it was legal. Keep in mind that it was a very small town, pretty conservative. My dad knew sometimes officials tend to freak out a bit with new names, but as long as it's not something like Google or Kingslayer, they let it down. The mayor of the town passed by and took a look on the paper and said that this name was not possible to my father and added something like, if it's not on the calendar, Christian name day tradition, I won't sign this paper. As I said, very conservative town. My dad responded, it has to be on the calendar? Fine. My son will be named Fete Nationale, the equivalent of Independence Day or Thanksgiving. The mayor said, you can't do that. You'll destroy that child's life. My dad said, watch me. My dad proceeded to fill another paper with the name Fete Nationale and handed it to the mayor who, according to my dad, sighed and signed the first paper. Today, unfortunately, I don't talk to my dad anymore for various reasons, but I really like that unique name. So thank you for that, dad. And thank you for that story you told every Christmas before we went separate ways. Still a better name than XAE-12 Archangel or whatever it was. At least I don't think it's too weird when you come across somebody who has the first name Christmas or Easter or something like that. Is it out of the norm? For sure. But I think you see something like that and you're like, oh... That was an interesting choice. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, you get what you asked for. So I've been working for this huge pharmaceutical manufacturing company for five years and have never had a write-up. In July, they changed the attendance policy. Our managers and supervisors came around and apologized for relaying the incorrect information about the new leave policy. At the end of August, early September, everything that could go wrong went wrong. I got into an accident and didn't have a car around the last week of August. First week of September, my pipes under my house broke and I had no water for two days. Then at the end of September, I was at work, got a migraine so bad, I got physically sick and asked permission to leave work early, which is an excused absence, otherwise I'd be getting written up for job abandonment. Normally, I just suffer through my migraines. 
First, with the new policy, although we get sick time, it is considered unexcused if we take it, regardless of why we took it. Second, our sick policy states if you're sick, you have to leave immediately. We make intravenous meds, so this all happened in September. I walk into work the first week of November to a write-up. I ask my boss, who literally just started the job 30 days before, what it was. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Four, and he said HR told him to give it to me. So I asked my manager and she says it's because my absences are considered a pattern. I also asked what the statute of limitations was because October, I didn't miss a single day of work but got wrote up in November for August. Anyways, I asked how an emergency can be patterns. She had no answer. I set up a meeting with HR and she cancels on me on my day off. I'm not salary, I don't check my email on my off days. I only work 14 to 15 days a month. Keep in mind, I had to rearrange my schedule to even make the meeting. I ask for another meeting and that she'll call or text so that I can get it whether or not I work that day. And HR sets a date, then cancels it almost immediately again. At this point, I'm ticked because I literally sent an email with eight questions about the new policy I needed clarified, but HR refused to reply in an email. Anyway, per the policy, the only excused absences outside of planned vacation is FMLA. So I contacted my doctor and put down every current health issue I'm dealing with and get granted five days a month for intermittent leave for the next year. Now, instead of my working 14 to 15 days a month, I only work 9 or 10, all because HR wanted to be jerks. They got what they asked for. My question in a situation like this is, if you literally can't even get that meeting with HR, how can their write-up still go through? 
I could only imagine how hilariously frustrating that would be if you wanted to contest this and they said, oh, well, you have to have a meeting with HR and then they just keep canceling on you. And then what? At some point, say it's been so long. There's nothing we can do as far as an appeal. I'm sure they'd love to pull that kind of nonsense. Our next story is Google it. It took me two minutes. So I was working as a part time for this startup firm. The firm is related to hydrogen production and I had this task of finding suppliers who would be willing to build us a prototype scale hydrogen separator from Syngas. Now the technology needed, I'll call it PHF, porous hollow fibers, and it is a very highly researched technology and almost any string that you search, you are going to come across tons of tons of research papers on the topic. I did, of course, use a variety of tricks for efficiency and filtering results, and so I managed to find some sources. It did take me more than a day or two of filtering the sites to find some reliable sources. Now, besides me, there was this other senior PhD professor who was also helping with this task. He told my boss, there's the site, go check it, and I was given the recording of that phone to follow it up, and for the love of God. I couldn't decipher the name of the firm that our PH guy was taking. I asked my boss very nicely, what I am overhearing is this John firm, but no matter what type of string I search, I cannot find something relevant to what we need. My boss eventually caved in, talked to the professor again, and got the name of it, text this time. Now the site was Johnson Matthey. And if you're familiar with that site, it's mainly a catalyst manufacturing site, I believe. And besides, it has tons of scholarly article reviews. I'd already gone through that site and I knew there was nothing but a paper about the tech we were looking for. So I told my boss that this is a research site and they don't sell products like that. At most, I can find tons of catalysts on it and that is all. But my boss ensured me that he's a PhD and he knows better and how I should just go look. I spent more than two hours on that site and looked up every single reference to hydrogen, separator, and fibers, and eventually told my boss the same thing. That is not what the site is for. So next day when I come to the office, my boss starts sending me telegram messages and I'm screen notification reading it. Boss sends link 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 and then Google is free, it took me two minutes. I read that from screen notifications, rolled my eyes gave it five minutes, and then tabbed into the links to read through. Now, unfortunately, boss edited out the message, it took me two minutes, but I knew boss had sent it earlier. So I go through my boss links, and I kid you not, the first link. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Was about cars. The second link was about catalysts. And the third link was about a rooftop firm that uses a sort of membrane. And just like the amazing employee that I am, I took the next three hours of my time taking notes on everything that was on those sites, making a report, and then telling my boss that, Hey, so I spent some time on those websites you sent me. Website A was about XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. Web B was about etc, etc. And after my report was over, I said, 
I have very diligently viewed the websites that you forwarded me, but as I reported earlier, I could not find any relevance to what we're looking for. However, if you want me to further pursue it, I can write them an email to inquire too. The sources that I found have already been verified for possessing the tech that we're looking for. Sadly, while searching takes a click, filtering the results is the real work. Even though boss person still made me email Johnson Mathy, and I forwarded their confused reply back to my boss, it still felt good to see how boss's two minutes worked out. Ah, and boss's passive aggressiveness grew, and I just had to quit before I sunk to the same level. You know what makes for a bad boss? A boss who cannot be wrong. In fact, I'm honestly quite surprised at the people that managed to get to those positions while having that kind of personality. I mean, this boss was so careless they didn't even want to verify the information on what they were sharing. They're willing to just blindly say, see, I'm right, it took five minutes, and attach a link to something just utterly unrelated and wrong. Our next story is, tell us the right time. For many years, my family would take trips with other family members. All of these trips had one thing in common. My aunt, uncle, and cousins would be late for everything. This used to really irritate my parents, who are pretty punctual and a lot more kids to organize, four of us, compared to my two cousins. By mutual agreement, any other family involved in these outings decided to go along with my parents to give aunt and uncle the wrong time. For example, if an event started at 11am, they'd be told 10am. This was pretty effective until aunt and uncle started realizing they were being given the wrong time. I believe other family members explained why that was, and they were fed up with always waiting on them or being late. Self-awareness not being very apparent that they were the issue, it was decided by them that it wasn't their fault. And they told my parents, give us the right time from now on and you'll see, we aren't the problem. My parents, especially my ma'am, hates the idea of people missing out on something, but is also prepared to let a natural consequence occur if it's not too harsh. The very next week, we had a day trip booked on the ferry. This was something we did once a year, over to the UK and back in one day. Fondly known as a booze cruise back in the day, due to the opportunity to purchase cheap alcohol, kids would explore the ship and when we docked, raid the pick and mix in Woolworths and buy confection that we couldn't get at home. It was something everyone looked forward to a lot. What can I say, it was the early 90s. With the best will in the world, the ferry waits for no man. So it was a sad day for four people who were told the ferry left at 8am sharp, the correct time, and who arrived after 8.30 to see a small, ferry-shaped speck in the distance heading towards the UK. Sadly, it didn't make them any more punctual after that, but they were always told the correct time as requested, and if they were late, we didn't wait anymore. For months, whenever we'd see them after that, my parents used to cheerily wave and say, very nice to see you. I just wish that there was some more calling them out on their inevitable lateness. Like, I just wish there was a part two to them saying, you'll see, we aren't the problem. Our next story is a story from working in optometric retail. I was working at the glasses store for a while, selling people their glasses and, in a sense, filling eyewear prescriptions. I had a manager who refused to accommodate to my disability. All I ask is to plug my ears when it's too loud because I have extremely sensitive hearing and never trained me. She basically, in so many words, told me to hit the floor and to solve any problems with a discount. She never specified what type of discount, 
So there I go, giving people 75% to 99% discounts after I discover most of the glasses we sell for $500 only truly cost $100 total at most to make. The regional managers and everyone at HQ begins coming down, because although they've obviously taken notice of my malicious compliance of my manager's vague request, I've been making 30% of the store's sales because of this. Before, they were struggling to close any sales at all. Fascinating. My manager also promised to promote me as my performance improved. She hired a manager for the position she promised me in a month with someone she had the audacity to have me train. I was so done with her negligence. One day I opened the store with the new girl, literally told her I was quitting, left my keys and jumped ship. Moral of the story is, glasses should actually be cheaper, in my semi-professional opinion. I must admit I am a glasses wearer, and anybody who has to go and buy their own prescription glasses knows that it is way too expensive. And god forbid if you have a strong prescription, your eyes aren't the best, and you don't want glasses that make you look like Professor Farnsworth from Futurama with how thick they are, they charge you quite a bit more to get lenses that are a little bit thinner in design. Our next story is only a malicious offer. So this happened a long time ago, and only the offer of compliance was malicious, and it benefited nobody except my internal satisfaction. So I get this job at a large insurance company in their group health insurance finance department, not too long after I've graduated college with a degree in economics. I'm given one of three group receivable systems to report revenue, and told, figure this out. Turned out that this system was one from an old acquisition, and one the people from the old company had kind of sabotaged the reporting. Anyway, I was able to trace the mainframe data flows, figure out what was wrong, and fix it. During that time, the senior in my department took me under her wing and we became friends. Our supervisor then suddenly gets promoted to another division, and my friend becomes the supervisor. I assume all of her responsibilities, mainly so she can focus on management and look good, so I take all the stuff she's done with a pencil and green ledger paper and convert it to a piece of software called Symphony that had a Lotus 123 spreadsheet, a word processor, a database, and a rudimentary graphics package, and you'd bounce between them by pressing Alt F7. So anyway, my friend slash new boss tells me she would have made me the senior accountant, but she knows from our becoming fast friends that my academic background in accounting is light. So she's going to hire someone else in maybe in a couple of years, etc. Naturally, I'm disappointed, but more betrayed. I'd just done what she'd done, and way better than she did it, and off the side of my desk. Fast forward three months, my new boss asks to speak with me, she says the new senior accountant doesn't know how to use a PC. She then asked me to reverse engineer the reporting process back to green ledger paper. I closed my eyes for a second, then looked at her and asked, Would you like me to use a crayon? So, I'm willing to bet that this large insurance company is paying for all of this software. I'm sure they would love to know that they hired somebody who not only doesn't know how to use that software and is not going to get trained on the software they're paying for, but doesn't even know how to use a computer in 2023. Does their hiring pool also coincidentally live in a nursing home? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.